0: Hello, hello everyone. Welcome in for another episode of By Order of the Peaky Blinders and boy, do we finally have news. Daniel alongside Josh here and Josh, we're midway through February. It's been great to get these leaked photos and we've been hyping it up and I'll tell you what I have been excited, but we're at another tier now that there has been the first special announcement of a new character in season six. And we have a pretty good idea of who it might be. And Josh, the announcement is that Amber Anderson will be joining the Peaky Blinder crew for season six. And that's all, that's all we know, factually confirmed. And Amber Anderson has not been in too much You may have seen her in the Anya Taylor-Joy movie that recently aired last year, the the Jane Eyre remake of Emma. She was in a Black Mirror episode a few years ago, and she was in a small role in that really uh, dumb 2011 movie, Your Highness, with Danny McBride and James Franco, if you remember that movie.
1: I mean, I don't know anything about her. I did not see that movie. I don't know anything about it. But this could be really good for her career. It could be, I mean, we heard Packy Lee, AKA Johnny dog say that, that a character of the season is going to be the most interesting, interesting yet. And this might be her. And if it does look a lot like Diana Mitford. If you look her up the, with, with that little leak, that, uh, Peaky, that, that the official Peaky blinders page leaked yesterday on Twitter and their Instagram, Looks a lot like Diana Mitford, who is Oswald Mosley's, his, 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 his the, wife, the, the latest, his latest wife, because he had many wives. Yeah, she was a lady. We, we actually talked about her in the last episode.
0: And this is all a shout out back to July 17th, 2020, when Peter on Twitter said, not who the, not sure who the actress would be, but I bet the character is Diana Mitford. Very good. Yeah, that's a good call. I mean, we're gonna, we're gonna roll with it. Um, a little bit more information on Amber Anderson as uh, Josh and I will have some updates, a lot of feedback from the listeners. This episode is gonna be a little bit of a hodgepodge of everything, but Amber Anderson, according to Wikipedia, who knows if that's so confirmed, but she's 28. A lot of actors and actresses in Hollywood like to uh, fabricate their ages, but she was born in 1992 in uh, England. She is an actress, a model, and a pianist, best known for her role as Jane Fairfax in the 2020 film, Emma. She was also in the J.K. Rowling crime drama series, Strike, and in Steve McQueen's directed, Mr. Burberry, as well as The Riot Club. So this could be her first movement away from old theatrical style performances into what could be a you know, semi-main role, if, if she is who we think she is, she could be the, the newest antagonist here in season six. And, and filming is continuing. I, you know, we've got some more pictures that we're continuing to post over on Facebook at facebook.com slash Peaky Podcast. The garrison is back, Josh. So if you were worried about the garrison, the garrison is officially back. It is, uh, where is it? Under a Victorian railway, it looks like, the garrison, as well as more Alfie Solomon um, news, and, and it looks like his old stomping grounds may be reenacted according to the Peaky Blinders Season 6 Instagram page. Things are moving here on, on February 20th, 2020, as we stand. It was just a few days ago the announcement came Twenty 2021,
1: 2021.
0: You're right. 2021. Man, <laughs> what would it give to be back on February 20th, 2020? Josh, quick tangent right here. If you could do one thing on February 20th, 2020 – not knowing that in one month everything would be completely
1: halted, what are one or two things that you would do? Oh, I would get on a plane and go to Europe, just travel Europe for like a month, Up not, until not first, exactly a month.
0: Yeah, maybe like, like three weeks, and, and like five. two
1: to three weeks. I would go to Europe, I would go to Spain. I was supposed to go to Europe in August for my post bar trip. That's what everyone does, like after taking taking the bar baby talk about the bar still. take a shot
0: everyone take a <laughs> take shot. shot josh talks about the
1: bar uh that was supposed that was i was supposed to do that i was supposed to go to spain i love barcelona it's like one of my favorite places in the whole entire world i was supposed to go to bordeaux i was supposed to go to amsterdam oh my god i love amsterdam so that's definitely what i would do what about yourself
0: oh it's a good question part of me wants to say that i would just go to a movie theater and watch like Avengers you know like something where you just know everyone in the theater obviously we're big sports fans I went to a lot of sporting events I was broadcasting sports right up until coronavirus halted everything so I can't say I would have done that because I did do it I went to a Florida Panthers hockey game like two weeks before out in LA and speaking of Florida Panthers first place NHL first
1: place Florida Panthers baby let's go
0: big hockey podcast here Josh and I and our, our hometown cats. But yeah, let's get back on, back on target here. And for those of you that are new to the podcast, we are always a little bit, you know, off focus. We like to keep one topic going, but tangents are common here. And hopefully you guys embrace tangents, but go ahead and follow us on Twitter at by order of Peaky. You can email us at B O O T Peaky blinders at gmail.com. And we continue to get more and more patrons over on patreon.com slash by order of Peaky and we are so grateful. We're trying to get you as many episodes as possible. Most recently, Marissa and I recorded a Valentine's Day special. We also went over some Gina Gray news. Golden Globes are coming up. Anya Taylor-Joy getting some love as uh, Emma comes back around speaking of good old Amber Anderson. But the, the main point of this episode, Josh, was to really touch on a few of the emails that were sent to us that are just really well thought out. I mean, we've got three or four emails here in the last few weeks that kind of dive into certain things that I think are interesting. And we, you know, we could talk about it here and there. I think one thing that Teresa from Connecticut touched on in an email to B O O T at gmail.com after you know, hyping us up and, and saying nice things that I, I'll, I'll skip here to, to not boost Josh's ego already. Okay. But she said she's in the middle of listening to the the We Love Paul Anderson episode. And we mentioned that they're going to bring in a love interest for Tommy. Now, maybe Anders, Amber Anderson may be a love interest for Tommy. We're not sure. But Teresa wants to know, why can't Tommy's love interest be his wife? He, she feels like Lizzie is always there for him, but he never notices Quote, it's really frustrating when she obviously loves him. At what point is she gonna get fed up and just shoot him?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, she definitely could. Like, what if the show just ended with Tommy getting popped by Lizzie? I mean, that's that's that is a good point. Why can't Lizzie be the love interest? We haven't really seen him show that that affection towards her. And it's and she wants it. I mean, I don't know if she actually wants it anymore, but there was a time where she did want it and He's just always neglected her. And I think that it would be interesting to see that kind of change in his life. I think there's two answers to this question. And I'll go with the more
0: human answer. And if you guys want to yell at me for being a male, but you know what? We have the male perspective. I think Tommy loves the chase and Tommy enjoyed the chase of Lizzie You know, in a in a way, I think he felt like he was being a big brother and like looking out for John by preventing Lizzie from marrying his brother. And then he kind of just enjoyed it. And then all of a sudden, you know, obviously the biggest love of his life falls through the cracks and and is tragically taken away from him. So he goes back to what he knows. And, you know, every every guy listening has had that moment, whether they've gone through with it or not, where they look at a number on their phone that they should not text somewhere around midnight. And they text them or they don't text them but you know sometimes they the the female or you know what i i promise there are some women listening that have also reached out to someone that maybe they didn't wholeheartedly love but they wanted a couple moments of euphoria and and i think that's that's part of it the other side is just the tv trope and i think that's the fact that he's an an anti-hero right we saw it with don draper Walt, Walter White, a lot of these main characters in all of these shows that we love are not true, genuine perfection, right? They, they have flaws to them and they've got issues. And I really feel like Mad Men, and I guess Tony Soprano was one of the first, you know, back in the HBO days when they were starting up with their elite prestige TV, as we like to call it. And, and these guys have are flawed. They have problems. And I think that's the thing. Tommy is just not meant to you know, be completely a perfect character. So they've got to find some issue with him. And then Teresa follows that up Josh and says, you know, why isn't there someone who doesn't want to be a Peaky Blinder? She says, everyone like praises these guys up. Why isn't there anyone who wants to pay them back for forcing them to be in the Peaky Blinders? She said the only character to mention the resentment was the original Garrison pub owner, but then he says to Tommy, but you're ours. And I would say to Teresa, I think we have seen some, some characters in this show be against the Peaky Blinders, but for the most part, I think it's the same theme, right? I mean, everyone wants to be in Tony Soprano's gang, and you know, everyone wants to be, it's, it's the main, it's the main theme of the show. And so you're going to have Peaky Blinders and the Billy boys didn't want to be Peaky Blinders. So there's, there's a couple of
1: notions of that. A hundred percent. And also I feel like it provides a sense of security for a lot of people in, in the community and, in Birmingham and and around like the, the the Peaky blinders provide fear and they instill fear into those who oppose them and they provide protection for those who are with them. So if you're a Peaky blinder, you're always going to have that protection around you. And I think that that's why we don't ever see people kind of having resentment towards the Peaky blinders if they ever were, because they know that they they have, it's it's like a fraternity, you know, it's, it's like a band of brothers. Y'all have each other's back and, and, and that's what it is. Speaking of Tom Hardy, Band of Brothers.
0: So, yeah. and, and another, we had another person that, that commented on a Facebook post and said, so you guys talked about Your Honor, have you started it? And, and I, have, I, I have a very honest confession here. Josh and I said, we were going to maybe watch it together. I know Josh's, you know, commitment to TV
1: shows. Josh, have you started Your Honor on Showtime? I have, I have not yet. I have not, I've, with, with all candor, I have not started it. Okay, all things considered, I have finished
0: Your Honor. It is good. It is really good. good. It is really good. I really liked it. It's, it's a show that it, it wouldn't work if it doesn't have an A-plus TV star like Brian Cranston, but he's an A-plus TV star, and it works. That's like saying the Lakers would be bad without LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Well, they are bad because they have them. I mean, Lionel Messi but. is on Barcelona, and he carries the team. So I think it's a show that, that I would recommend – there are a couple shows that I've been watching that uh, that are good. Maybe we'll touch on that at the end. I want to talk about Michael's comment on Facebook. who says, I love this freaking show. I'm so glad I found the podcast as well. I was researching when the show might start filming. And I know you were mentioned in one of your links that I read. He said, you're definitely helping with the year off. And I pointed out a few things. I got my wife talking into, I talked my wife into watching it with me. She doesn't like the old British shows, but when do you think, Peaky Blinders season six will come out. And, and we get a lot of these questions and you might want to go back and listen to any of our Patreon episodes. I think we dive a little bit more into predictions on when the season might air, but we have no idea. We're guessing, you know, that same around time, October, November again. But if you guys have a drinking game and, and you want to take a shot every time that question is asked and Josh and I have to talk about when season six might come
1: out, go ahead and take a sip. It's, it is like the big question. Like we don't know. We hope very soon. We hope before twenty twenty two. I if I had to guess, I, I think December twenty twenty one, January twenty twenty two is when it'll come back. And I think that I think that that's fine. Like that's more than enough time for us to think to to think about it, to to sit on it and really just build the suspense toward it. I think that's gonna be awesome, you know, covering it up until the premiere of season six. I agree. I I mean,
0: it doesn't, at the end of the day, does it really change the way that you're going to live every minute of your life? No. So let's just enjoy these little inklings that they're going to throw out at us. There was another cool Instagram post today by Anthony Byrne uh, telling us that, uh, Rob uh, Viglaski is back on the set, the principal photographer. So that might mean that we get even more photos now that their principal photographer is back on the set and able to leak us some more stuff. I think someone named Elliot Stone has been taking a lot of the pictures and now they've referred back, now that they're back in Manchester, they're out of the the freezing cold tundra that is, um, where are they, Scotland? Portsoy. Portsoy, yeah, Portsoy. And so we've got some pictures from Portsoy but ultimately, at the end of the day, Josh, I'm pretty sure they're happy to be out of there.
1: Uh, I'm sure they're ecstatic. They're probably gonna, you know, go back to their old stomping grounds, the comfort of old Birmingham, whatever, where, wherever they that they actually film it. Uh, it. I'm excited to see, as I said in the last episode, what it's like on that freezing set when you actually see it on on screen. So I'm sure that they're ecstatic to get out of there, but definitely cool that they were filming in that climate. And then we got another four-star review, which is always nice, um, from
0: Zen Not in America saying- Why didn't we get five stars? I don't know. It didn't They didn't give us a reason why it wasn't five. man? the hell? I think it was because of our first episode. I just love the fact that it, I, if you guys could see the chart that goes from people who've listened to our first episode to people who have listened to our second episode, we're talking about like a 60% dip in revenue. It's basically like GameStop one day, and then the next week comes around and GameStop. And it's just, it is what it is. I mean, it's just, it's just not the best first episode of all time. But uh, Zen Knot says, been looking for a good podcast to listen to based off of some of my favorite shows. Stoked to have found you guys. We're stoked to have you, Zen Knot. I mean, I, so. I would love to have a little bit more Questions, right? I mean, I think questions are something that Josh and I enjoy tackling. I mean, we can spew with the best of them. I'll continue to bring up some of these old um, photos or new photos even and, and all of the stuff going on. But at the end of the day, when we want to have these little hodgepodge episodes, and just, you know, a, a mixed bag of reviews and opinions and all that stuff, questions are always welcome. So we, we want everyone to, uh, to throw them our way. And, and Josh, I want to give a little teaser for what our next episode is going to be because this was something that the Peaky Blinders Instagram gave me as an idea. And it was the Peaky Blinders season six on Instagram. And it's Tommy Shelby's tattoos. A little wow. deep dive over on Patreon about Tommy Shelby's tattoos. So if you guys are not over there, it's just $5 a month. Josh and I very much appreciate it. And back to our regular scheduled programming where another, uh, another fun analytic popped up and it was on my email and it was a reminder, Josh, of how wildly forgiving our audience is to our male-dominant radio waves. And that's the fact, you ready for this? 47% of our listeners are females. Love that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. It's great. I mean, 49% are male. So we've got a nice four percent non-specified non-binary so thank you to all of the tailors from billions the V's out there for supporting our podcast thank you to all like
1: that that.
0: you got that josh got that he's a big
1: billions fan i still haven't seen
0: have have they come out with the second half of this new season
1: or no no they have not but not that great of a season in my opinion but that's what i've been told so that's i have i have not gotten to that
0: season but uh, but that's it for our reviews here in this episode. So let's let's touch on a couple things that we've seen recently that we recommend. What uh have have you been more in the movie or the TV side of things
1: in the last couple weeks? I've been revisiting South Park recently. Ooh. I've been, I've been watching my girlfriend. She has she's never watched it. I've watched like every episode like a million times. Just like the best comedy cartoon show ever. It, it just is. It's just it's just so good. Eric Cartman is the best television character in all of cartoon history, in my opinion. He is. It's it's good. And you know what's interesting, though?
0: I just can't seem to compare it. Now, I love South Park. And I've seen every episode as well. Are you watching it from, like, season one when it's, like, no, rainy? I,
1: well, I, I'm watching, like, re- recent and old. So, like, I watched – let's – I'm trying to think of an episode – i when like mr garrison was still a guy and he's not missing that's like
0: the first 10 seasons or 20 Okay, seasons. yeah
1: but there's 23 seasons right yeah so no, <laughs> that's, that's
0: so i i still remember i think the first episode ever was the, cartman
1: gets an anal pro aliens right yeah it's called and cartman gets park, an anal
0: yeah and south park turns into like a tv show for the aliens Was that that yes. uh or was that a not, different
1: it might be early but i don't know if it's that it's just it's
0: it's tough for me at least just thinking about it like i say that it's the best show but then i also think that south park is just as good as family guy and simpsons and no they're all so incredible no 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 do not compare family guy to south park you don't think family guy is like it's just the old seasons of family guy are they laid the foundation for what is comedy now
1: like family using guy, current events like that's what I'm trying to say family right? guy the whole entire show is peter griffin going remember the time when i did this
0: yeah but and they use the thing flash. is they use relatively topical no south park lines. does that south park. south park does that perfectly but they, they did they do it 15 years ago i feel like in the last 5 south- to 7 years south park has really ramped up their their topical
1: topics no like for example like i watched uh like the, there was an episode where cartman thinks that he he's all about like nine eleven conspiracies, you know what I mean? There was there was a time in the history in our history where everyone was like the government had something to do with nine eleven, and they still do. But that's topical. It's more topical than you think. It's now what they're doing is they're taking things that happen by the week, and they're yeah. making episodes, which is insane. It's so <laughs> impressive. They make they make episodes in, in like two days, and that's I- why. Brilliant! Is, is there a new season coming? I need a new season of South Park. I don't know if there's a new season, but I mean, I think last, there is. The last like three or four seasons, Randy Marsh has been off the shits. He, him, and he is also one of the best characters in history. This is turning into a pro South Park podcast. <laughs> well,
0: you know, now that we've wrapped up and we've got like four people tuning in to listen to what we watch, um, I will talk. I'll talk about a few things that are more cultured, and then we'll get back into South Park because I have been on a movie binge, Josh. It feels like Oscar season. I think I mentioned it last episode too. I saw One Night in Miami, which is the Amazon Prime movie with uh, it's like a fictional storytelling of what happened after Muhammad Ali beat Sonny Liston. And it was the night that he announced that he was going to turn into Muhammad Ali from Cassius Clay. And it's like him and it's, it's our dude, Ben Younger. So I think I right. talked about that, but it yes. might've been over on Patreon. I saw Judas and the Messiah, which was the new movie with Daniel Kalua on uh, HBO Max, which dropped just a couple weeks ago. And that was really good. That's about a Black Panther leader by the name of Fred Hampton and how an FBI informant who is played by, uh, oh, what is his name? He's so good, Lakeith Stanfield from Atlanta. He was just incredible. But expect Kalua to get some awards for that. Just today, I watched News of the World with Tom Hanks, which is a brand new movie that he stars in about a Civil War age storyteller who goes from town to town reading newspapers and that was really good but i want to tie in the uh the south park premiere because it's about an alien probe and i watched an incredible movie i think it was on hulu but it might have been on amazon prime maybe amazon prime it's called the vast of night and it takes place in new mexico in the 50s where it's like these two young people maybe like a girl that's 16 and a guy that's like 20 that are just up late. One of them's working at a radio station. The other one is punching in phone lines or whatever. that, we sound so 2021 right now, whatever those those people were called when, when, when someone would call on the phone and there was a young girl that would tap in the phone line, the oh God, switchboard no operator, there it is. There and uh, there was like a big UFO that came in and it's based off of true events. And the two of them just basically have to like dissect what's happening and what sounds they're hearing. And it's not scary. I don't do scary movies. So that is one that was like very well made, dramatically, you know, a beauty. And so I recommend The Vast of Night. I don't necessarily recommend our, uh, our guy Finn Cole and Margot Robbie in Dreamland. But yeah, if you yeah. want to see them in a steamy shower scene for way too long, then check out Dreamland. You weren't a fan of it, right? It was not. It was a little slow of a movie. It was just... It was about like a Dust Bowl era, 1940s, 1950s, Oklahoma, Texas. And uh, Finn Cole was like a kid who's never left his hometown before. And all of a sudden, a, a, kind of like a Bonnie and, Bonnie and Clyde style husband and wife come into town. But it's just the wife now. And that's Margot Robbie. And she has to convince Finn Cole to help her out. But he's supposed to be playing like a 15-year-old. And he's like 28. So it just was it was a little disconnected. But Back to South Park real quick. I have a hot take as we wrap up this episode. Way too much Randy Marsh in the last season.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of the last few seasons. Usually they don't really have these like continuing storylines throughout the whole season. It's kind of just random every episode. So like, I haven't been a fan of the last two seasons, but that's like one or two seasons out of 23.
0: See, this is where it's like, I don't have my mind made up because I loved when they turned into a serialized you know, and, and I think it started three seasons ago when they right. touched on what was it the oh the, the oh man it was the girl from Switzerland right and it was all that stuff with uh, the with, with with all the, the servers help me out here with PC principal and stuff like that that was good with with all the fraternities but no I think it was the season all it was one thing was connected ah this is gonna kill me as I look it up but then this last season with all the specials it was it was okay um yeah no, it, it it wasn't the great i love the uh, pandemic special episode but yes that but that was different that, that was a standalone mid 2020 mexican joker was memorable and the china episode was probably the last one that i
1: really enjoyed the china i mean yeah i, I mean it's so hard to be amazing and spot on every season but i mean it's still hilarious still the same characters that are super funny great show i've been i've been revisiting it so Uh, I haven't really been watching anything else recently. I I need to get on some stuff. Yeah, but I, I think it was the season with the
0: member berries and the running for president and then it all like came together and it was all about like serialization and they really got meta about how then they're becoming like the last episode of season 20 was called the end of serialization as we know it. And it was oh, it was something about like remember Cartman had
1: a girlfriend and they were like Beauty and yeah. the Beast and um. I honestly, I honestly forget to be honest. I didn't okay. watch every single episode of the last few seasons. To to be blatantly honest, I I I really don't want to watch them again. But the thing is, like you can't just like random. The thing that I love about South Park is when you can just randomly pick an episode and, and that's like it. Rick and Morty. Rick and right. Morty is exactly and and same thing with Family Guy as well. Like that's and and The Simpsons like you, you can do that, but. Uh, some of the old episodes like the red the red badge of gayness where cartman is trying to make kyle and stan his slaves and tries they're doing like a they're doing a, a civil war reenactment and cartman makes a bet that the south will win and obviously the south does not win the civil war for those of you who don't know american history spoiler and, alert spoiler alert the south does not win and cartman like gets all of the people of south park super drunk off of schnapps and they end up like usurping the actual storyline and they end up like taking over different cities and towns that's like my favorite episodes and Cartman turns into General Lee and the whole time he's like I hate you guys I hate you guys so very very much (laughs) it's just like he's he's just so funny that is really good I
0: I South Park I I tell myself so much that I want to go back and watch like random episodes of Simpsons and Family Guy and South Park and I never do because I am such like a whore for new stuff like I always want to watch the new thing, I, you know, winter and the winter soldier and Falcon are coming out soon on Disney Plus, And it's going to be bad. I just, I just know inside deep inside that it's hard to follow what Marvel has done in movies and WandaVision was made so well, and it still is just so good. And then they're coming out with this, this Falcon and the winter soldier. And it's, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be good. I, I just, I don't have it's high on. hopes. I don't have high hopes on it, but I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch a lot of it. Um, I, 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 don't know. I, uh, uh this, this really, we, we really fell off the wheels on this one. So if
1: you, what else do you want to, you have anything else you want to talk about here? Josh? No, I mean, this is what, this is what we have in, in 2021 off-season beauty. This is, this is off season talk. It's like, it's like, it's like that time in sports when it's just baseball and like, we love baseball. But it's like, it's like July and baseball and there's nothing else on, like, there's no other sports that are on. What about the day before the ESPYs or whatever
0: that is, right? Right after the all-star game where there was just, oh my God, there's, there's, there's only literally WNBA. Nothing.
1: There's literally nothing. And like you're, you as a, as a sports radio broadcaster y- yourself, you know that those are the dog days of sports. So that's exactly where we are now. I actually interned for a sports radio show for like two months. And it was during that time and they literally had no idea what to talk about for four hours. No idea.
0: Oh, well, luckily we can stop this whenever we want. We don't have to go for four hours and we won't. So Josh and I will be back soon. Make sure to check out Patreon for those episodes. I talked about Marissa and I have been recruiting people to help us out for this um, apocalypse episode that we're going to do to follow our soccer draft. We're gonna be drafting Peaky Blinders characters to see who can help us survive the apocalypse better. I have a feeling Killian Murphy is, Tommy Shelby will be drafted first, thanks to his experience in The uh, the Dark Place or whatever that movie was called. The, what was that one? The John Krasinski. Um, oh, The Quiet Place. The Quiet Place 2, which hasn't even been released yet. Like, these movies, are they ever going, some movies just the theaters. Quiet Place- you mean, you mean the
1: first one? Okay, yeah. No, yeah.
0: no. Killian Murphy is a main character in *The Quiet Place 2* that was supposed to be released mid 2020. No,
1: okay, I did not know that. Yeah, I meant to. I meant to say. So you mean the second one? But yeah, *The Quiet Place 2* with with the first one was Emily great. Blunt. Oh, I hadn't. I have to. You know what? It's it's scary. Really like scary movies. Is it really it's sc- not it's scary? Actually it's actually scary. scary. It's just like jumpy. Yeah, like, that's that's worse.
0: That's worse. for you're me. Gonna, like you're like oh. Nope, no thanks. I'll have to resort to, to Josh and, and Marissa for for all of the horror and, and, and killing Murphy in that second one. Well, thanks so much for joining us once again. He's Josh, I'm Daniel, and we binge so you don't have to.